It's irresistible. You're listening to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast, featuring the open-minded musings of two irrelevant 40, mid-40s curmudgeons. Mid-40s. Who yes. are staring at the prospect of further entertainment irrelevance. Irre- irrelevance <laughs> abounds. I... I'm, I'm going to introduce... I'm sorry, I'm really punchy today, man. My, my, I'm going to introduce my voice. I'm the speaker. Okay, you do You know that. me. All right. My name is Bill yes. Scurry. I'm the founder and proprietor of American Caesar Enterprises, a single-service video production entity. And I am joined, as always, by my friend in the mortuary arts. Yes, I am Noah Tardo, uh, not a mortician of any kind. I am the founder and senior quiz master of the big quiz thing, the trivia game show Spectacular. Which is having a boom time. Uh, I can attest for yeah. sure. I'm doing work for the big quiz thing on the side. Yes, I'm, we've I'm, recruited you. Yeah, I'm moonlighting. Your day job's really keeping you busy, man. It is. It's it's a lot of work eating all this cheese, wearing all these clogs, doing <laughs> doing the things on the canals that one does here in Amsterdam. Yeah. But I think we need to begin the episode uh, with a programming note up front because we actually have a big thing. We didn't really tease this, I don't think. How could we deny our millions of fans? This yes. hot, hot, hot news between yes. uh, Amanda and M- Marie and John Jung uh, and and the, th- the three of you guys who listen, it's a big deal. Susie Sherman, we're actually we're going to have a hiatus that's going to be indeterminate, I believe, at least a month. I thought this was a fantastic idea. Noah told me that he, much like Jenny Agutter back in the 1970, Noah's going on walkabout. He's actually traveling <laughs> yeah, that's, that's to the uh, the great continent of Australia. And he's, he's yes, taking some I'm time off of civilization. Loincloth yes. and, and, and a boomerang, and that's that's it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much, yes. I will I will only eat that which I can kill via boomerang and yo-yo <laughs> and didgeridoo. And if I manage to domesticate a dingo and it eats a baby for me, I will eat what it regurgitates yes yes uh, i might have a can of fosters i might have a can of fosters all right which is australian uh, for beer if you speak the language you do find that out yes, apparently yes. yes uh the truth is uh about five days hence from now i am leaving for australia a place i've wanted to visit all my life and i will be there for four weeks i haven't really had a real vacation in a long time working for yourself you work every day of your life but even so even our trip it. Noah, a year or so ago when we went to the desert of arizona that yeah. was still a working yes. like you were still doing a fair i work amount. all the time yeah. I work every day. Like, we yeah. had some fun. I mean, it, we, it helps we, that I like most of my job, but yes. Yes. This is different. This is quite literally you and a didgeridoo. And and it, there's going to yes. be a bull in the middle of the road, and you're going to put your, your forefinger and your pinky out, and you're going to pacify yes. him to lay him down yep. in the middle of the street. Yep, exactly. The reason why this is uh, worth noting is because you do have an extensive yes, itinerary, which I'm very interested in. You, Since you're gone for a month, you're going to see a fair amount of the country. And I, right. I, th- I think that as as you go, the rest of um, I don't get it nation goes along with you in the, in their in their <laughs> yeah, hearts. Okay. In the thirty seconds of that month when they spare a thought for me, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm starting in Melbourne. I'm headed up through Adelaide into the outback. I will dine at Uluru, and then I'm flying to I believe it's pronounced Can. Yeah, Can. Which I think is yeah, I think is is Cane Toad Central, in fact. And that's near the Great Barrier Reef. And then I'm headed down the coast and I end up in Sydney. Never uh, heard of it, but, you know, I'm sure it's a nice city, whatever it. it is. Yeah. Not the capital of Australia. No. Contrary no. to popular belief. The capital is Canberra. Fremantle, which was as we all this, know. 
right? It's this bullshit town that was basically just made the capital because they couldn't decide if they wanted the capital to be in Sydney or Melbourne, and Canberra was midway in between, which is not that different from our capital city, Washington, D.C. You know that, of course. You know that story, right? Because it was of the north and of the south. They yes. couldn't keep the capital in Philadelphia or wherever it was right before then. But so you, you'll be spending most of swamp. your time in Hobart also, which yes. is very important. Tasmania. Out. If I went to Australia, I think I'd <laughs> okay. mostly park myself in Hobart. Uh, you know, but really? I'm different why, than why most people. I believe Albert Einstein was born in Hobart. Virginia Woolf um, <laughs> yes, Virginia was born. Wolf George was O'Keefe was originally from Hobart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Most yeah. people don't realize that. Yeah, George. Uh, most people don't realize Albert Einstein never set foot in Germany or the United States or Switzerland. Uh, yeah, he was. Yes, he was a native uh, Australian Aborigine. Uh, never learned English, and in fact, knew nothing about science. That's a total myth. Einstein mainly was a boomerang manufacturer. Uh, <laughs> I thought Werner von Braun. An illiterate a, farmer slash boomerang manufacturer. That was Albert I thought Einstein. von Braun was a boomerang manufacturer with ballistics. Yes, might, I, then I believe that factoid. Yes, the nuclear bomb was really just a boomerang with like a, like a, like a can of uh, Texaco oil strapped to it. That's it. That's really <laughs> a, all. A long fuse, case. exactly. Speaking of long fuses and, ex- <laughs> and mistimed explosions, what are we talking about today, Bill? Okay. Okay, well, let's get right into it. Uh, this week's topic yes. is gender reveals, uh, which I... Oh, my God. Gender reveal parties. The party element is very important here. But there's also a part of it that is the idea of, like, Babe Ruth pointing his bat at the back of the ball field saying that here's my gender, <laughs> as if you could say such a thing, as if we were back in the days of the gender binary. But we'll get to that point. Gender reveals, which is not to be confused with genre reveals, which uh, my typos kept uh, giving me. Uh, genre reveals would tell you whether or not you are invested in a uh, mystery or a kung fu movie. This is something completely different than that. This is a gender reveal part. It is a celebratory exposition of one's fetus's presumed gender, as if you could truly know of such a thing, since gender is just a social construct. But a lot of this is predicated on the belief, which, to be fair, was the completely widespread belief until recently— that gender is not a social construct. So yes, but we got to live in these people's world for a minute. So let's live in it for a minute. Just so a minute. But assuming we're... that gender and sex are one and the same, which more and more people like you and me are coming to believe less and less. Let, we, let's assume that for the moment. People, and when I say people, I mean American middle class people in this case. You know, let's yes, call it what yes. it is. They've advanced yes. a culture of elaborate stunts. And let's, that's what it is. It's a stunt to transmit either the color pink or blue via one of a million methods, be it light or smoke or however you can transmit a pigment from stunt to eyeball. That's the very basis of this. So people have rented out massive LED installations, i.e. a Ferris wheel at a amusement park or something like that. They change the color. They have said, okay, we, you know, for X amount of, we, we want to do a big reveal. So the colors will change you to blue lights or pink lights because LEDs can do that. Or as Noah hinted up front was that we have, people have set off massive toned detonations accompanied yeah. by there, there is a death toll to this there's phenomenon. a fucking death toll and you know not, not only has somebody been killed by the idea of making a pink smoke mortar shell but the the resulting um uh conflagration has burned down tens of thousands of acres of forest primeval in california 
All in Arizona. Oh, in Arizona. Okay, sorry. In a Arizona. border patrol guy, which just adds to him being an asshole, uh, wanted to set off <laughs> yeah. a big blue explosion yeah. to announce that his son, that his fetus was going to be male. And as a result, it started a fire which ended up burning 47,000 acres and costing more than $8 million to put out. And frankly, I don't know why this guy isn't in jail. Huzzah. That's great. I'm so glad that we're dealing yeah, with this. Good. So, I mean, so, Noah. I'll, your baby has a penis. Congratulations. I'll, I'll, I'll toss the ball to you. Like, tell me, what do you think about gender reveal parties, my friend? Well, this is pretty bad. And it's stupid. I mean, it's more stupid than bad, but it is bad, too. You know, other than the death. Baby showers are something since time immemorial. And I know baby showers are traditionally a female phenomenon, but I've been to several baby showers. It seems to me they're becoming more a all-gender inclusive event, and that's great, and that makes sense. And a baby shower has makes a lot of sense to me. You know, you're going to throw a party, why not? You're going to have less chances for socialization and parties coming up soon because you're going to be busier. So why not throw a party now? That makes total sense. Also, there's a practical element. We're giving the mom or the parents, you know, diapers and all the physical, tangible crap they're going to need now that they have this screaming, bald human dominating their lives. So fine, a baby shower, that makes sense to me. But the idea of throwing an additional or separate or some other kind of party just to announce the gender, first of all, it seems pointless because even if you accept the primacy of the, you know, the two-gender template or whatever. There's male, there's female, and, and you know, nothing in between. Even if you accept that, who gives a shit? Like, gender doesn't seem that important to me. I mean, yes, it, it determines personality in certain ways. Why is announcing it so important? I, I still remember something my dad said when my sister was pregnant with my nephew. So my sister was having twins, and she very adamantly did not want to know the gender. She, she told the, you know, the technician or whatever, don't tell me. She didn't know. Her husband didn't know. And my dad, I remember, he said, he's like, I'm glad they're not finding out. I said, why? He said, because your gender of your baby is one of the few surprises in life when there's no wrong answer. Oh, that's, that's healthy. Said, that's a healthy attitude. And I said, that's nice. On the other hand, you could say the gender reveal party, you're still enjoying the surprise. You're just getting the answer sooner. Yeah. Coming from where I come, I feel like there's, in the Jewish culture, there's a bit of a, um, I looked at a few articles that like, should Jews have gender reveal parties? And a lot of it was like, I don't know, why not? But it, it, there's nothing in scripture, but we kind of discourage too much personifying the baby before it's born. You're not supposed to, you know, there is a baby naming ceremony, right? Which if it's a boy is a bris, but there's also the female baby naming ceremony, which is pretty much exactly like the bris, except... You know, there's no chopping of the pee-pee. I remember going to my, nep- my nephew, my cousin's bris. The rabbi made a big show of uh, not saying that, you know, we all knew what the baby's name was, but not declaring the baby's name till after, you know, till after it was, all right, we're all done, and the, and the, and the, the, the wee-wee's been chopped, and uh, please welcome Benjamin David Neistat. Yay! There's something nice about that. But what I'm saying is in Judaism, there's kind of this prejudice against saying the baby's name and giving out its gender before the baby's born. I'm sure some of that goes back to like, well, what if the baby's stillborn? which is a problem we deal with less now. And of course, back then, you couldn't know the gender before then. And every article we read all said, like, this is this is tied in with social media, right? I mean, come on, that's what we're talking about here. The FOMO, the mediatization, the everyone's got to one-up everyone else and get a lot of likes on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and 
and Google and HaHa and all the other platforms that I'm going to discover next week and realize I'm a loser because I don't have an account on. More of this garbage, more of making people feel bad that they're not keeping up, that they're not living their best life, that they're not putting on a show. Everyone's got to be a fucking celebrity. Everyone feels like a loser. Again, putting aside the debt, putting aside the 47,000 burned acres, putting aside the 55-year-old woman who was murdered when they tried to make an explosion of pink dust and instead it turned to a pipe bomb and and knocked her in the head this and killed true, her instantly. People. This is actually true. That right. Actually there was one where they, they brought an alligator to a gender reveal party. Now, granted, the dad was an alligator expert. No one got hurt. But still, like, there was the social media woman who farted blue. Did you see that? She farted blue powder to announce she was having a baby boy. Of course, it was all stunt. She's not even pregnant. Yeah. Uh, no one died in that, but it's just uh, if that's where entertainment is going, I, we're all fucked. I did. I gotta say, I like that. I like her. Paige Jin is, is I, I'm a big fan of her. Really? Yeah, she's good. Then, as you hinted before, we as a society are moving to a place where we're starting to realize that boy, girl, male, female doesn't 100% cut it. A lot of people are not comfortable with it not being male, female. I mean, you're upending a lot of very entrenched societal norms to say that male, female isn't all there is. And I get it, the discomfort with that, but tough shit, no one's asking you to change your life. You could be all male, you could be all female, go for it. I'm all male, man. I'm I'm a man, 100%. It's true, I've seen it all, you're Don't right. fuck with me, right. You've seen it all, baby. Uh, but... <laughs> We were looking at some Pinterest pages where, like, these signs or cakes or whatever that would be like, is it going to be touchdowns or tutus? Is it going to be guns or glitter? And never mind the enforcing of really stupid gender norms, but, like, how unoriginal can you get? Touchdowns or tutus? Retrograde values, Mm. yeah. Trust me, I hate both ballet and football, (laughs) so... Here is the slight good thing about this. And we read this article from The Atlantic by uh, Alia Wong. Alia Wong, sorry. In the negative 5 million percent chance she's listening to this, I apologize if I butchered your name. Where she says, look, the social media thing means we're all far apart from each other. We want excuses to get together. People want a bullshit excuse to get together and have some face-to-face personal time with the people they care about. Fine. Why not? So – I get that. I just wish, I don't know, we were celebrating something a little more important. Are there any other disaster stories you read? There was the the woman getting her, her head, you know, her brain scrambled. There was the alligator that fortunately didn't kill anyone. There was the entire state of Arizona burning down. Oh, there was some guy who crashed his car or something. Yeah, there was a BMW. Oh, they crashed a plane. Someone crashed a plane. Someone crashed. No one got hurt, but they... They crashed a plane. There was also yeah. a BMW that they were spinning the tires, and the spinning the tires created yeah, blue smoke. But in doing so, what's wrong with these the, idiots? The tires actually caught fire and blew up the BMW. Well, I mean, the guy got out of it, but it burned the car down. <laughs> uh, by the way, you didn't say something which is important here: is that uh, the woman who started this, mm-hmm. and her name was uh, what's her name? Jenna Carvinitas lives in the Chicago area. In 2008, she had a gender reveal party, and you know, just for the fuck of it, you know, it wasn't a trend then. Why not? And she wrote about it on her blog. I got picked up by some local news sources, and it kind of went viral. And people kind of trace it to that. And she posted something a few years ago. She's basically disavowed this whole trend, partly because she's like, I just did this to be silly. And my kid is a girl, but she is not ascribing to gender norms. She wears, she's still she, but she wears male clothes. So this woman recognizes, like, she feels bad if she's, if she's um, encouraged, you know, retrograde uh, ideas or conceptions. Which, by the way, these have, you know, these have negative repercussions. A lot of people who 
do not fall into the gender binary. Like they got tough lives. And, you know, you've heard a million times about LGBTQ youth who are far more susceptible to suicide and bullying and all sorts of bad things. So, you know, this isn't just people feeling uncomfortable. This is this is people getting hurt in sometimes emotionally and sometimes beyond emotionally. I like what you say, and and yeah, I, I can't I can't outdo any of that. It, it I, my notes Thank have you. my notes have two things here. One of which is that I people have too much time on their hands. Oh my god! Although we do this <laughs> podcast, so what the fuck are we talking about? Yeah, but we're not we're not po- we're just poisoning the, the ears of adults. But pe- people okay, have too much okay. time on their hands, and possibly, and this is ridiculous to talk about this, but I believe it's true. People have almost too much money. On their hands. This is frivolous. Uh, well, they bullshit. don't. They're just wasting. But this is uh, yes. This, this is another thing. They waste money. This is America. Junk. Yes. Junk. It's junk. junk. We're drowning in junk. That uh, it's ridiculous. That Walmart and Target have an aisle oh. in in their stores. Their brick and mortar yes. stores that are de- designated or Party City even. Yeah. Party de- City. Yeah. Whole section on its website. And then I, I would go to the other thing, which is a little more forgiving, which is to say that you know people are. In a very depressing, hopeless world right now. I mean, Americans, the very same people who might be yep. misallocating money, doing this bullshit. But, but uh, people, people are emotionally clinging to floating timbers on crashing seas, you know, just to keep from slipping under the surface. And yeah. can I blame somebody for having a frivolous party that is, yes, their baby, their fetus is is more important to them than anybody else. And it is arguably the most important thing that's happened to them up to this point. Are there wrong moves? Well, obviously, when you fucking throw an alligator at a bomb at an old lady and burns on a forest, the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's... All at the same time. The same See, time. then I would have some respect for them. If they managed to do all those things at once. The alligator detonation is unfortunate, <laughs> yeah. but it's <laughs> clearly we couldn't. It's unpreventable. We can't do anything yeah, about unpre- it. What can you do? What can you do? It's, it's not what like we do? knew this would happen. <laughs> Why? Why now? Um, is it because we, and by we I mean middle class, probably mostly white, Americans are, are, are clinging to the flotsam and jetsam of a shipwreck human yeah. civilization. <laughs> All right, God. so it's a good question. Why is it popular? I'm going to zigzag here, and I'm going to I'm going to get very granular about it. Now, this is granular. not an all encompassing thing. This is very specific. I have noticed personally in my life that people love to have the self congratulation ritual of some sort. I'm one of those people. Hey. Forgive me, forgive me here for a second, everybody. Let me run, especially you, Noah. I think that baby showers are horseshit. I think that engagement parties mm. are horseshit. I think, I think, mm. I'm sorry to tell you this. I think bar mitzvahs where kids get eight thousand dollars when they're 13 years old is excessive. I think quinceañeras, any sort of celebration that is arbitrary. I mean, even birthdays are kind of horseshit. They're fun after a while, but I, I would say the bigger issue is something like this, where people are getting their head blown up. For, for these kind of things. It is, it's it's a self-congratulation. <laughs> no, but, but let's step back for a minute. It's There's nothing inherent in a gender reveal party that's killing people. This is people being dumbasses. It is, it right? is, it is. This, they could be dumbasses in any context. You it's know, not gender reveal parties that are killing people. You know what? It's morons killing people. Yeah, a couple of years ago, some friends of mine were getting married and 
they did a engagement announcement uh, party. And they did the thing where they took pictures, which a lot of people do now. They'll take a series of semi-posed, semi-impromptu photos of, you know, they're in their connubial bliss. I know a, or the, I know a ton of people who do that. Yeah, but, the, but it's a, they're, they're, they're photographers who that's their entire business. Like, for instance, so you have the engagement party winds up being a thing, which they did, and we got them right, a gift for that. Right. And then there is the wedding, the bridal shower, which you get a gift for that. And then there's the wedding, which you get a gift for that. And then there's the baby shower. You get another gift after that. I'm yeah, not, I don't buy gifts every time. Uh, you don't have to. I'm, I'm a maximum two gift guy. That's, that, it. that's a good. That's a good policy. But, but also, people, you know what? If your wedding's in fucking Spain, me coming to Spain is your gift. Yeah. How about that? No, you're right. And some people actually go that route. But when yes. you keep when you keep dining out, when you keep having lunch on the fact that you are getting married over and over again, and you add another ritual in there, it's wholly unnecessary to have yet another redundant celebration. But yet I'm going to – I keep mitigating it by saying that I understand people are inside of a charcoal black cloud right now. It's really hard to get joy wherever you want because it feels like it's increasingly fatalistic. So the want to have another party in real life, the want to celebrate good things is real. But I can't co-sign something frivolous because the gender thing poisons it a little bit because it's like we i don't subscribe to a binary so all right so why yeah. why to you is it popular look we got it it's the mediaization which is an interesting word i hadn't heard before i'm surprised uh everyone's got to one-up everyone else everyone's got to be pr manager for their own life right so i need the better thing on facebook i need the better thing on instagram and that that just makes people feel bad it's terrible the FOMO, all that. Everyone's having... I am comparing my behind-the-scenes footage to other people's highlight reels. And as a result, I feel like a loser because other people are enjoying life more than me. But yeah, the arms race, right? The arms race for having the more spectacular photogenic life. Then there's the backlash thing, right? I, I think a lot of this is the, the guns and glitter crowd feeling like they need to reinforce the gender binary. That's sad, but hopefully it's a last gasp. I mean, it's a last gasp that might destroy the earth in the process, but it is a last gasp. And then maybe this is just a fad. You know, it's possible these things will come and go pretty fast and gender reveal party will be this wacky thing people did in the late teens will be just as have just as much ridiculous novelty value 15 years from now than it did five years ago. So I think that's entirely possible. Uh, and then, of course, there's the thing we talked about where, like, look, people have to throw parties because they have to enjoy life. And again, I'm all for stupid parties. I'm all for just getting together to fucking get together. To buy shit at Party City, to make a big elaborate cake or invitation, it just all seems desperate. And then the, the mediaization thing, I think you're right. It's also just having a baby is the biggest thing that's ever going to happen to you. And you got to make as big a deal out of it as possible. You know, there might be this element that people don't feel ready. Because everyone, everyone's so in a state of arrested development. And I've never had a baby in utero. But, uh, you know, if I did, I'm sure there'd be this part of me who's like, oh, my God, I'm not ready. I'm not making a big enough deal out of it. And maybe this is kind of a comforting way to make a bigger deal out of it. A slap of cold water in the face. I mean, look, you bring up a good point of, you know, you're opposed to all parties. And I mean, I'm not opposed to all parties. I get it. The bar mitzvah is a little arbitrary. Like, ask any Jewish kid who's had a bar mitzvah how silly it is that I'm an adult at 13 because you're not. 
But whatever, it's it's a tradition and it gets people together and it makes people happy. And and I can tell you personally, by bar mitzvah, while I did not feel like an adult, it did give me a sense of accomplishment. Yeah, and that a sense of $5,000 too. Fuck, it was more than that, my friend. Jesus Christ. I hadn't, seen, right. that, I hadn't you, seen that much money in my life until I was like 22. Well, new at five, a massive Arizona wildfire sparked by a soon-to-be dad's explosive idea to reveal a baby's gender. Noah, how would you have felt about this when you, in fact, were a fetus or a kid? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this is kind of an N.A. Uh, well, I don't have children now. And as a kid, I didn't have children. But, like, until I was in my 20s, I didn't engage with the world of parenting at all. It's not something I thought about. So... You know, I wouldn't have thought about these very much. This would have been a world completely alien to me. But, and I think I've said this on the show before, I, I think I would have very readily jumped on the, yeah, there are more than two genders bandwagon, even though I, I don't think if I were young now, I would reject any of the elements of masculinity I embrace now. I think I would be, you know, even though I wasn't gay as a kid, I, I kind of waved the flag for like, you know, being gay is okay. So I would have been very against these to any extent I thought about it just because I would have been very pro, you know, don't enforce antiquated gender norms. Um, so yeah, I, I would have, if I'd given this any thought, I would have spat upon it. I think I would have been largely agnostic to it. And I'll explain well, yeah. um, because as a suburban kid who came up amongst a lot of American gender norms and also you know, cultural customs. I saw everybody around me have babies, and I assumed that my lot in life, too, would be to get married, move to Massapequa, and have a baby. Yep. All yep. of those things. And I didn't know that I had a choice in any of it. I thought this was this is programming, a scroll handed down from up on high. If I saw people started doing this, I, too, probably would have just nodded like the little bird on the end of a glass that pecks down and gets a drip of water every single time and said, okay, this is just the way the world works and looked at it unqualifyingly. It is kind of ridiculous, but I would have been at a gender reveal party, I'm sure, had I been a kid. If I was in my 20s, uh, I might have just let it go as well if I was still living in Long Island or if I, the brief time I was in North Carolina. Or my guess is not Manhattan because once I moved to New York City, I start to become the, the twisted uh, cyborg machine that, that sits in front of you today. One, two, three. Is the rise, the popularity, perhaps the fad of, of uh, gender reveal parties, is that in any way a sign of the apocalypse yeah, i can see two ways into the apocalypse the first one is that people <laughs> are dying frivolously even if it's been one lady so far but I mean, we are one news cycle away from someone having a house dropped on them or being launched out of a, a trebuchet during a uh, <laughs> a gender release Trebu but trivia fact folks first use of the word trebuchet in the history of the i don't get it podcast. <laughs> that's true but it's like yeah. people are going to start dying horribly in greater more arbitrary Byzantine ways because we are just at the <laughs> precipice of this because people have only begun to figure out how to mix firearms and reptilians and catapults and slings and, and, and chemical warfare and mustard gas into this. It's yeah, going to happen. Mustard it's, gas. I mean, it's going to happen. If you make a big deal about whether it has a pee, -pee or a hoo-ha, you are those are the scientific terms by the way right those are technical terms you are 
that indicates you are focusing on the things that matter less about your child. Yes. E.g., it's health, e.g., it's education, all these things. Like, if that's the most important thing about having a baby, that's not a good sign. So maybe you're right. No, I, I want to ask you this. It's like, would, yeah. would somehow you would be unhappy uh, about your child in the abstract if the gender didn't line up with whatever your fantasy was? But no. I, I, I'm no. honestly asking. I don't I, know. I, I, I mean, look, I, to the extent I – I've gone – a little personal stuff here. I've gone back and forth in my life about whether I want to be a parent. I love children. As many of you know, I'm very close with my nephews and my niece and several friends' kids. Uh, but I've always been mixed about having a child myself. But it's always seemed abstract because I've never had a partner at that level. But to the extent I've thought about having a child, I always wanted to have a girl. Because I didn't really enjoy being a child. So there's very much a part of me that feels like if I had a boy, I'd be more comfortable parenting a girl than a boy. That being said, if I was hoping, if, if I had a wife and she was pregnant and the baby pops out and the second I see his penis, it would probably all be forgiven. You know, I'd love the kid anyway. It, it ultimately wouldn't matter. And it's not like I've had a problem being a close uncle to two boys. But this is like, it's just making the big deal about the gender. It's just not that important. I'm not saying it doesn't have a meaning. It's not important. But no, what I was really going to say is like sign of the apocalypse. I want to get back to the social media thing. The fact that everyone has to make their life into a fucking show, right? And it's not just that they're murdering people with these stunts. It's that they're doing these stunts in the, you know, no one got hurt with the alligator. It was still fucking stupid because why, why is announcing the gender of a child worthy of bringing a dangerous animal? What is the possible <laughs> reason for this? Well, cause you have to show off and, and competition and life and, and FOMO and all that. And those are just toxic, toxic impulses. They're terrible. They eat away at us. They cause anxiety. They cause pain. Everyone looks around and everyone else is leading the more exciting, easier, more carefree life than you. And even if you know that's not true, you can't help but feel it because it's pushed in your face 24 hours a day. It's awful. Social media is awful. It just makes everyone feel bad. done to it what have you done to its eyes he has his father's eyes what are you talking about guys eyes are normal what have you done to him you maniac satan is his father not guy is there any element of jealousy to this i i feel as if we and we, America, the audience, could already discern your answer to this. Well, I have three answers to this. One, I am jealous of the guy who burned down Arizona. Because <laughs> yeah. why is he not in jail? Because you know the right? Like, like if I had done this, I would have been like killed by guillotine by now. Two, I'm a little jealous that you know, like I said, I've gone back and forth, but uh, that I don't have the occasion to. I, I'm not sure I want a baby, but I, it would be nice to have come close. How about that? And then three is, yeah, this is so stupid and so cliche and so meaningless. So why is this stupid crap getting attention? My stuff isn't. I mean, I say that about every topic. But this one is worse because it's especially cliche. Because a lot of stuff we look at, I get why it gets more attention than me. This I don't get. I'm sorry you like the girl farting blue powder, but I look at that and I'm like, why do tens of thousands of people care about this? It's just the height of stupidity. There's no effort. There's no thought. 
It's just stupid. Right. I think there's a an A on this one. I don't think it's applicable at all for any number of reasons. Like you may have had three reasons for why you might be jealous. I don't, I'm not into kids. My own kids having them for me. I'm I'm happy to a degree that other people have their own kids. So um, I would never do this myself. Nor do I feel any sort of misgiving about the person who invented it. It's someone's having fun either at the prospect of planning it or somehow the reward, the yield they will get from enacting a gender reveal party or or some sort of stunt. None of those things really trigger anything in me. Again, there there are these topics occasionally where it's a big N.A. And this is one of them for me. This has zip to do with my internal life. Would you go to a gender reveal party? If you were invited by someone who you generally liked... Would you go? Yeah, I probably would out of deference. Would you roll your eyes the whole time? Uh, yes, I would definitely <laughs> roll my eyes. I would expect there to be cake, and I would expect it to be unsneezed upon, because that would be my reward for getting over my shit and going to your fucking gender reveal party. So, yes. What if the party was great, you had a great time, whatever stunt they used to reveal it is actually funny and no, and not dangerous? Would that change your opinion? If you left the party going, that was the most fun I've had at a party in months. It wouldn't change my opinion, but I, I'd feel like, oh, at least this did not contribute any more to the uh, use of single-use plastic or somehow burning down a fire, uh, you know, burning down a, a forest or somehow you know launching an alligator out of a catapult at a uh, an abbey somewhere i would have feel like it, at least this was not part of the problem so yeah i you can you get i'll sign it in blood you get me to say that for this one sure you All win right, sign it in blood my friend okay i win as usual i always win okay so the final segment of this is the philonian yeah, scale yeah yeah uh, so speaking of alligators launched out of catapults jimmy fallon is perhaps cancer of the soul jimmy fallon is maybe the worst thing that ever happened he's uh the muscular the entire effect of muscular dystrophy upon the human race without the jerry lewis telethon to offset its effects i was gonna say including the the continued relevance of jerry lewis decades beyond he should be relevant (laughs) so he wasn't so bad uh i'm gonna ask you noah where on the jimmy fallon felonian scale does gender reveal parties fall it's it's pretty low it's probably a few shades below. I was thinking lately, I told you about my brother, my brother, and me, that awful podcast we talked about. It really um, sticks with you, I got to tell you. Well, but I told you, I've been lately I've been seeing an ad, not an ad, but like, you might want to join this group, fans of my brother, my brother, and me. You are the only American citizen who's not a member. I've been seeing that on Facebook a lot. But um, <laughs> yeah. putting it there just because something that is so cliche and so stupid and yet somehow is is wildly hailed as something worth paying attention to. Yeah, so it's it's bad. It's really low. They're the floor gender reveal parties are one level up from Jimmy Fallon. If as I surmise or maybe as I hope it's a fad and it will be considered completely passé in 6 months a year, then who cares? Then ultimately it fades into the ether and it is not even worth putting on the scale. If these become the new normal, they're they're very low. They're they're scraping felonian territory. I yeah, I put this down at the bottom too. But I have a very specific topic that I it just kept coming across to me that I equate this. Sorry, no, I'm about to stab into your soul here. I equate this with acapella, which to me is another loathsome thing, which does require thought and delectation and effort and artifice, but at the same time 
it's depraved and disgusting and it eats away at the human soul all right bill i think that does it hopefully this will be the last we have to think about gender reveal parties we will never be invited to one we will never have to think about one we will never accidentally make a wrong term turn in a party city and end up in the gender reveal aisle right hopefully par- this is it party city party yeah city. I-, I think you're but right this is how low we've sunk in society party city is now the capital of iowa <laughs> that's the caucus the iowa caucuses take place the, in iowa caucus. city. <laughs> the serious party city is taking place well all right, all right we, take we, us home my friend you can find past episodes on apple podcasts and it's officially that i upgraded my software this week uh my my mac software podcast is a completely separate app if you went to catalina which i'm sure some of you did a while ago like we we're in a new world now and i i did not know this was going to happen but Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Tweet to us at Show. Write to us, noahandbilldontgetit at gmail.com. Go to Apple Podcasts, which still has reviews. Those are important because that is how the algorithm games other people into finding out about our show. As it is, tricks, Noah the, men- tricks them into listening to us. Yes. I think Noah mentioned this early on. There may be as many as three other podcasts that are some variation of I don't get it. Yeah. yeah. Or I don't get it podcast. So like just by punching in, even if you were to do a direct keyword search, it would actually be hard to find the show. Yeah, because there's great. chaff, there's static, there is white noise. Uh, so reviews would help us uh, get over the hump a little bit. So I'm on Twitter at William Scurry. I'm on YouTube, youtube.com AM Caesar. And actually, speaking of Twitter and YouTube, uh, the podcast that I'm occasionally f- affiliated with, Wrong Real, the founder, James Hancock, just recently published a video about um, New York influential film locations and this was shot back last summer me and him and a guy named bill tech who's a a good friend of mine we walked around new york and we highlighted where for instance the godfather was shot once upon a time in america uh the sweet smell of success so on and so forth and we had a really good time it was a very sweltering august afternoon but the video is now available on youtube and uh, that is plastered all over Facebook, plastered all over Twitter. But take a look at that because we had a lot of fun shooting it. Now, my friend Noah will tell you a little bit about himself before he goes into the great winter of disconnection. It's summer there now. Oh, yeah? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, come on. It's flipped there. They have they have pool parties on Christmas. Uh, I'm all about the big quiz thing. Bigquizthing.com, open for business. We're still booking holiday parties uh, nationwide, coast to coast. We have our first, ep- uh, first episode, first event in uh, Mexico on Tuesday, one day after our first event in Denver, Colorado, same thing. Uh, and yes, I am going to be gone for a month, but uh, I'm still on Twitter, at Noatarno. Big Quiz Thing is there, at Big Quiz Thing, also on Instagram. And if you really can't bear the thought of booking the Big Quiz Thing till I'm back in the office, uh, we are booking now heavily for 2020. So BigQuizThing.com, uh, inquire today. Thank you, and I'll see you all. We're, we're going to get another episode in before the end of 19, right? Uh, probably, yeah, but either probably. way. Probably. Yeah, okay. We're going to revisit we're it in December, it sure. Yeah, December. We will be back. Okay. Promise. That is so, a that is a that is an ironclad promise. Iron, we don't back away from ironclad promises unless we yes. actually have to. Unless yeah. I am eaten by a shark in the Great Barrier Reef. That is an ironclad promise. A koala shark, which are very koala rare. Shark. Hybrid, yeah. Hybrid shark. So... Uh, until the advent, which is imminent, of species reveal parties, 
We don't get it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2019.